Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Holly Holton. And you know, Holly, every single week we gather around this table and we talk about things that are on our minds and heart. And I got to tell you, there have been some crazy situations in our world recently. And I think we need to just kind of get back to some basics, like basic, (laughs) basics that God tells us to live by. We've kind of thrown out the window And so first of all, I want to just say a prayer. Lord, be with us today as we talk about things that we're all passionate about, but we've kind of lost a filter in the way we communicate with one another. So Lord, we want to get in your word and we want to get back to living life the way you called us to live it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Holly, I want to go into Philippians and in the fourth chapter, because we've kind of been doing a study on that on Facebook Live, but I want to just read a few verses that will kind of lay the foundation for where we're headed today. In verse four, it says, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Now, Holly, that is jam packed with some things that will keep us from having stinking thinking. I love that. I love that. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you what, the world has been so upside down recently that we have gotten away from understanding that we have control only over ourselves and our reactions to the things that happen around us. We don't have control over what the government says. We don't have control over what our bodies are going through. We don't have control over what somebody else does. But we do have 100% control over how we react. And this chapter, these verses in Philippians 4 absolutely lays the foundation for how we can react to everything. Yes, yes. And you know, kindness um, and just the way we react, it's found everywhere in the Bible because it's so important. The loving yourself or loving your neighbor as yourself, like dying to yourself, uh, being kind, being gracious, being merciful. Like you can, you can't go like, but a couple of verses and then you find it again. Um, And it's so important. And especially now when... um, 
You know, we've been sitting behind computers in quarantine and we've been watching the world and everybody has, you know, no, it's uncertain and uncertainty leads, like it leads to fear. And so when we have this fear and we have quarantine and we're stuck behind our house with fear and nowhere to talk to, you know, we can get on our Facebook account or wherever we're at and we can just unleash all of our pent up fear and frustrations on people. Um, but now that we're going out in public, it's time to kind of relearn how to be nice again. Mm, yes. <laughs> I feel like we need a lesson <laughs> in like kindness 101. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, okay, so I hate running and I have to lie to myself to convince myself to run and that's really bad and that just shows how weak my brain is but you know <laughs> since we had been quarantined i don't have a gym you know every morning i wake up and i'm like i'm just gonna walk you know i'm just gonna go outside and walk because if i just tell myself i'm gonna walk it, i will get outside but if i wake up and i'm like i'm gonna run i won't run i won't want to run so i get up and i go for a walk which then turns into a run and one of my favorite things i do it first thing in the morning and everybody i pass like encourages each other. Like, I, you know, there was somebody who flew by me this morning because I, when I say run, I mean like it's a, it's a slow jog. <laughs> I'm learning how to run again. And so, um, you know, this dude like flew past me this morning and as he flew past me, he gave me a thumbs up and a clap over his head. And it was just that boost of encouragement that I needed to keep going. And I've noticed when I've gotten back into stores and Target and stuff like that, you know, I'm, I'm noticing we've forgotten how to interact and everybody's just mean to each other and it breaks my heart. And so I've kind of started this intentional kindness goal um, where, you know, just really thinking about like in, you know, Romans 12, 10, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another and showing honor. Mm. And so I've really been trying to focus on that. And when I go someplace intentionally finding something that I can be kind to and show kindness with, um, um, because again, like it's just you go out like I, I almost saw somebody like punch somebody because they put their uh, groceries on the same conveyor belt at the same time. And like, I understand, you know, some people, you know, really are fearful and we have to respect and honor that some people are there. And, you know, we all kind of view the virus differently. Um, but we also have to be respectful of people because these are people, these aren't computers that we've been <laughs> yelling at for a couple weeks. These are people created in the image of God. Mm. And we can't let that control us when we're out interacting with the world. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And we all have a different mindset in the way that we look at anything because we're all going through different circumstances. Holly, you have six kids. You've got a completely different set of circumstances than I do. You know, mm -hmm. we're in the retirement elderly stage. I told my <laughs> husband when they started saying on the news, you know, if you're over this certain age, you're elderly. And I'm like, what? That, I, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I was not ready to go there. Thank you very much, newsman. But, you know, we are all in a different stage of life. We're all in different circumstances of life. And so we have to be willing 
to let other people have their opinions and their thoughts and their fears. Yeah. And the best thing we can do, the absolute best thing we can do is do what these verses tell us in Philippians, to pray, to pray about the things and pray for other people to go ahead and rejoice and rejoice that we are in God's care. We can rejoice about knowing who we are in Him no matter what's going on in the world, we can rejoice in that. And it means that rejoice word in Greek means to be glad, delighted, as when you're greeting someone you haven't seen for a very long time. And boy, that makes me think about how long it's been since I've been able to hug my grandkids, Aww. to see my grandkids. And I just can't wait and I know when I see them, I'm going to come unglued. I'm going to be so stinking excited yeah. to see them and to hug their little faces and to love on them. And that's what this verse is referring to. It says rejoice like that. Rejoice like that in the Lord. Because that's what he is looking for. He wants you to be so excited. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I'll say it again, rejoice, because I'm here with you. I want you to be that excited, like you're running to your grandkids that you haven't seen in forever, because I'm with you. Mm. And you know, my, my little girl was sitting at the kitchen table yesterday, and she is, how old is she? She's four. And she just like looked at me just so like, intentionally and just so full of wisdom, you know, that a four-year-old shouldn't have. And she just was like, mommy, I miss the world. And I, that broke my heart. That broke my heart that she knows she's had to be quarantined and her life has completely changed and she doesn't have the capacity to understand you know, what's going on. And, you know, as as Christians, you know, as the army of Christ, like, I feel like that's the attitude and the posture that we should be in. Like, I miss the world. Like, I miss being able to bring your light to others. And so when we are able to go out with have that in mind, that everybody is in a different place, everybody, you know, has different circumstances like you were saying going on and is viewing things from a per from a perspective that you may not have thought of and we need to be running out into the world and saying I miss you like I miss being able to show Jesus with you so because I miss you and I miss the world and I miss people so much I'm just going to lay down my right to be right in this moment and I'm just going to come beside you and just love on you and I think that mm -hmm. is the posture that we need to have going back into the reopening of everything because um, like you said like you can't control the world you can't control you know viruses and illnesses or what people say what people do but you can control how you react to it and right. you know you may not be able to keep that person in target from getting upset at you and this is something this is me talking to me because I am sassy by nature and you know and my little girl has it too and so I just adore her sassiness but I know like <laughs> it, I've been able to see like how oh you know that that can be a destructive thing in the moment um, mm -hmm. you know I'm 40 years old and I'm just now learning this but that's okay we're slow learners <laughs> over here and you know but just seeing how my reaction can really change or ignite a situation and so being able to go out and 
you know, no, like offense is going to come, you know, somebody's going to do something. Everybody's just, nobody's the same right now. And we Mm -hmm. have to give each other grace for that. And so if somebody at Target snaps at me because I unintentionally did something, I've got to give them the grace of just like, you know what, I know you're scared. I know the world is changing right now. So I'm just going to be responsible for my response. And I'm just going to make it one of love. And I'm Mm -hmm. going to choose to say, oh, I'm sorry, and to not push it any further. Um, And so just being aware of how we react to situations, you know, there's sassiness is cute sometimes, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes, but for the most part, it is, you know, being responsible for how we react to other people when they are lashing out at us. Because again, you never know what they're going through and their perspective that they're bringing to the table. I love what you said when you said your daughter, four years old, said, I miss the world. And I want to just pause right there because in this Philippians verse four and five, and when Paul is encouraging us to rejoice, he he's telling us to get ready to pray. We need to rejoice and When we go to God in prayer, a lot of times we sound like the complaint department Mm -hmm. at at the department store, but a a little child is is excited when she runs to her mom or runs to her dad and says, can you calm my fears? And that's what God is there for us to take care of. And so when, when we are anxious about something and when we are not sure how to react and we get to that point of being anxious and worried and we have anxiety, when we pray to God, we go to him with rejoicing saying, God, I'm so glad you're my dad and I don't have to be fearful of coming to you with what makes me get all worked up. You know, it was that person put things on the conveyor belt and it may have touched my stuff, but when we pray and we communicate with God, one of the things that I think we fail to do, it's kind of like we come to him and we rejoice and we say, God, here's my issue. And he already knows our issue, but he loves to hear us say it and ask him for it. But then it's okay to say, God, I need you to take some action in my life. I need you to take control and take action. Here's what happens. Something supernatural happens when we ask God to take action. Peace. Peace Mm -hmm. happens. Peace happens inside of us. It may not happen in the grocery store with the person that's upset with you. It may not happen even in your own home. It may not happen in your workplace or with your neighbors or with the runner that is frustrated that you're running too slow. It may not happen there, but when we're asking God for something specific and we say, Lord, I need you to get my mind in the right place because I'm grumpy and I'm sassy and I may not be responding (laughs) right to people. When we say, Lord, would you take control of that? Peace happens. That's what the Bible says right there in verse seven, peace. And it's like this Greek word is cardia. The word for peace in that particular area is cardia. And it's the peace which will guard your hearts, that all ties together right there, that peace is going to guard your cardia, your heart. And that's where all your thoughts and emotions begin, is in your heart. 
Mm-hmm. So this piece is going to guard your heart and give you the ability to respond and react in the right way. Absolutely. And I can always tell when I have spent more time in my head than on my knees. Um, and that's when, you know, thing, I, I can, like, my sassiness is more. I can, I'm snappy. I'm like, I get angry at things easier. And, you know, there's, there's definitely telltale time, uh, telltale signs that you have that show you that you might need to spend a little more, a little bit more time talking to God and a little less time in your head or on the computer or whatever. Cause you know, it, the stuff that comes out is the overflow of our heart, which is why I feel like, you know, right now so many people are grumpy coming out of quarantine because the, their heart's been full of anxiety and fear. And, you know, and it's, I understand, I understand that. Um, but there just has to be a point where we just give it over to the Lord and let the Lord work on that anxiety and that fear. So we're not reacting out of it. You know, we can bring it to him. Absolutely. And when we pay attention to what we allow to enter our mind in the first place, I mean, yes. the reason our emotions and our heart get so worked up is because we've been spending time, like you said, in our own head, in our own thoughts. And that Greek word for mind in in this passage is the thoughts to scheme to design and to plot now you and i know we girls we're good at that we try to figure out (laughs) hmm how can i make this go my way and god is saying when you spend time brewing on those things when you spend time watching the wrong things reading the wrong things too much time in your own head in, in social media with negative stuff When we brew on that, then our focus and our thinking is totally the opposite of the good stuff that God is telling us about in verse 8. He says, when when you think about these things and you pray about these things, then God's peace is going to transcend all understanding. You're not even going to understand how in the world can I be peaceful right now when this person is chewing me out. I had... uh, our boss at the radio station, this is the boss over the whole, the whole network of stations, his wife wore a mask into the grocery store while he sat in the car because he is an at-risk person. So she's caring for her husband by wearing the mask and going in the store. She was taunted and laughed at and made fun of in the grocery store. And I thought, how sad that those things happen in our world today. And so our reaction to that, our reaction to the way the world is acting is to have the reaction that can only come from God, the peace that passes all understanding, that peace that transcends it all. And isn't that our goal? I mean, the world is messed up. It always has been, it always will be. And Stinking thinking is a real thing. And it was even in Paul's time. He's trying to tell them, don't waste your time thinking about the wrong things because then your heart and your emotions take over. Uh, And how many times do we spend so much time thinking about the wrong things, right? 
Like, and they could be even good things. Like, not necessarily like bad things, but they could be good things that we're, but we're not supposed to be focused on them. And we'll just sit and harp on them and think about them. And we've wasted all this time. Like, I can just see, I, I, I really hope at the end of my life, there's not a how much time did you waste spending it in your head meter? Because I'm sure I would like get like most of my life was wasted just thinking about stuff instead of just releasing it, you know, and focusing on the Lord. But that breaks my heart about, um, you know, the boss's wife. And, you know, it's one of those things that no matter what side you are on, whenever it becomes an us versus them, we need to check ourselves. Mm. And it needs to become a, I'm going to respect you no matter what. Like somebody wearing a mask does nothing. Like it doesn't cause me any harm. It doesn't do anything. And I mean, you know, and I guess you could argue the opposite is not true, but Either way, either way where you fall on that spectrum, what we need to do is focus on, I, you're still a human. I'm still going to respect you. I'm not against you. I'm So, you know, I, you do you, I do me, and there we go. And I, I you know, I don't... Well, here's, yeah. the, here's the thing, too. <laughs> Paul clearly tells us right there in this passage, you're not going to fix it, okay? Yeah. You are not going to fix it because... It's not your job. It's not yeah. your job to fix all the things that are broken in our world. That's not your job. Your job is to get along because if you back up before the verses I just read, he's talking to a couple of gals who are not getting along. And he's like, look, you know, get along. He is saying when we start focusing on how we think we're right, and we think we can fix it, then God's peace cannot be seen. It can't be seen mm -hmm. in your life, and it definitely won't be seen by others who are watching your life. And so we've, yes. we've, we've got to know that God is the reason that we're able to get through anything in life. And if we react with the peace that passes all understanding, if we react by rejoicing and praying and saying, God, I'm a little worried right now, I'm a little anxious right now, or Lord, I don't understand why people are acting and behaving the way they are, but I need you to intervene in this and in my mind and in my heart. And then God, help me to focus on what's pure, what's lovely, what's praiseworthy because I wanna brew on those things because I need your peace and I need people around me to see your peace. Yes, because they're watching. The world is watching and we forget that sometimes. Mm -hmm. We have an audience, you know, as Christians, we have an audience watching us. How do we handle situations? How does, you know, how, how are we, how are our Facebook posts looking like? You know, we have an audience watching and it's up to us to show the world Jesus. And we show the world Jesus by sometimes laying down the rights that we have and getting along and showing kindness when others would not. And so, yes, I think, you know, what you said, that's that's spot on as usual, Luann. Yeah. Well, I believe me, I have my moments. You can ask my husband, you know, the people that live closest to you. We may be alone in this house and elderly, but we we have our moments, let me tell you. And, uh, you know, God is saying, hey, when we allow things to happen, in our relationships if we have an, a disagreement it can splinter and sever and sink friendships but it can also damage any hope that we had of ever telling someone 
about Jesus, of them ever seeing the light of Jesus in us. And so I know a lot of people, a lot of people that I know they love the Lord and I know that they have been following him for a very long time, but their posts on social media have been so harsh that Mm -hmm. a lot of people that have been seeking turn them off. And let me tell you, I was so stinking excited. Stinking must be my word today. Stinking thinking, (laughs) stinking excited. I was so excited when I found out that over 400,000 people sought out some online Easter service on Easter. I mean, that is a record breaker. Over 400,000 people looking for an Easter service on Easter morning. That should blow our minds that the world is desperately looking for peace. They're looking for a way to get through life. And we can shine that light so brightly that they see it in us and through us. Yeah, and for the first time, I think in a while, at least since I've been around, they can't find peace in the world. You know, the world can, you can't find peace in the world anyway, but the world can offer you false peace, right? But for the first time, you can't even have false peace Mm -hmm. because it's scary. It is, you know, when you turn on the news, there's so so much unknown, so much stuff going on that for the first time ever, like the church really has an opportunity to rise up and be like, no, like come to the real peace. Because see, the peace that you thought you had, you didn't because the world is so unstable. It comes and goes, it ebbs and flows. But look who has everlasting peace. Look where you can go and find, you know, the living water. And it's, I think, our opportunity as a church to rise up above all this and show them the difference that we are. Mm. So here's the here's the goal for the week. Ditch the stinking thinking and be kind. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.